fine. That's fine. Thank you for showing us that. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that's that's super cool. That's just a quick one. Yeah, check the video out. Um, I forget what they call it. Just third power kitchen sink six V E L demo. Yeah. So, Zach, do you want to show us your three favorites? Zach's favorite things. Okay, I'm pretty. I'm pretty bland, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty bland. I just not gonna lie. Yeah, it's kind of an. I should just have a fender blues. It's like this ultimate, like it's like this ultimate sandbox thing. You know, so many guitars, so many or so many amps, so many effects, and I just use like three of them. So. Yikes. I've used, um, the, I've used the Line 6 Spider 3 within the Axe Effects. Bro, might as well, bro. I run, I run well. the Axe Effects 3 into the MP3 in of a Line 6 Spider 3, and then I <laughs> mic that. And, run. and then you throw on the Metal Zone pedal. <laughs> like the meme, like, you know what I'm talking about? Insane yeah. channel. Just everyone, yeah. yeah or the much, Metal yeah. Zone, yeah. Everyone just everyone hates that pedal. That's a good I, pedal. I love that pedal, man. That's yeah. Well, I love. No I have respect. a love hate relationship with the Metal Zone because it was it was it was the first pedal I had. Like I think um, when I first started playing, my dad had this guitar when I first started playing, but he didn't give it to me immediately. As like an intelligent person would not give a ten year old a Gibson Les Paul. Double Dude, cut away. Why are you slamming your dad right now? That's so mean. T- yeah. I just, Dude, just called I did the exact opposite. I just called my dad intelligent. Uh, I said like giving... I thought you said not intelligent. I was like, dang, dude, that's not cool. He is intelligent. So, but I remember like in like because it comes with like a he had this in a, like a standard Gibson case. So under that flap, there's a metal zone pedal, and I used that for years. And I feel like the one moment in time that it counted, and this is gonna sound real funny in a lot of ways. Was I was playing in my middle school jazz band, <laughs> and I was going into my solo for Evil Ways, and I had my metal zone pedal to go into the solo, and the thing just pooped out completely, like a, a potentiometer and like one of the one of like the volumes or the master gain or something, just completely was out of whack, and like I hit the pedal and my sound just like cuts, and then like I try to like cut out and cut in again, and then it just crackles. And and I'm in front of like my whole middle school just bombing. I love it. Every kid there remembers that. That's what they remember. They remember more than, that, more than me. Yeah, Kanem's that's just, what they remember. just they're like, that's the kid that <laughs> forgot <laughs> to play the solo. Why is that I have three metal sounds just in line, just all on right now? What's he about Probably. to do? <laughs> What was that, Nick? The problem is you didn't have a backup metal, though. True, true. I only had two in a row. Dude, you should have had like a backpack on with, or a fanny pack with an additional metal zone that you just whip out. You know what I'm saying? It, it, was, to- it was, I believe it was the week after I went to a store, took my $20, and buy, bought the most precious fab <laughs> distortion pedal ever. Throwback. <laughs> That never died. <laughs> you just needed to anyway, run it Zach, into the insane. Show channel. us the metal zone pedal you use. <laughs> I don't actually use the metal zone pedal. I don't actually use it. I'm so sorry. Um I don't really know what this patch is gonna sound like, but so this was this is the patch that I was using for a while just for recording stuff. It's a fender deluxe. 
with having this. I'm just going to do my favorite presets. It's kind of like a mix of both. You know what I'm saying? And they all pretty much sound the same, just slightly different. Um, just just about. No, this one's Fender Deluxe. It's got a little bit of slap, delay, and a blues breaker drive. I'm pretty sure. I guess with the blues. I think. So I'm going to switch over to it. Hopefully it's not piercing. <laughs> That sounds awesome. I feel like I need to like perfect the slap. Sorry, I was a little out of tune. No, I was out of tune. You sound- okay, that's what we're- Huh? I feel like I need to. So definitely pay attention to that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to be humble, Zach. It's okay. Yeah. Guys, stop. But I feel like you you perfected the like. I need to. What I need to do is perfect the art of the slapback. Like you always have a great like slapback delay whenever you play, especially for like any clip or thing that you put out there. Because um, if you're just playing guitar, like a slapback is just like a perfect way to like add that extra depth. It sounds so good. Like I always forget to use delay with like a solo tone, and anytime I play, I'm like, "Why does my guitar sound so good?" I'm like, "Oh, there's like a tape delay on it or something." And it's like, if you force yourself to do it, like you just always—it's something you're like, "This tone, it sounds good. It doesn't need it." But like a lot of those times, like you just put a slap back or put a tape delay, it always just like makes it sound super professional, like yours did. That's like. You said like Fender Deluxe. I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting it to sound like that. Like the Blues Breaker is probably going pretty hot. And then the tape delay, it's, it just thickens it up a lot. I love so it. So you had a delay well, my, to your rhythm playing? So, okay. So here's, I've been experimenting with a lot of things. It, it was very gainy because, again, I'm a Slash fanatic. So I have a really hard time. Wait, am I? I, have, I, ju- I just like, I just use too much gain all the time. I have I use a little bit less gain in my go-to preset right now, but I'm trying to progressively roll it back. Um, Stay true to who you are. What was the question? Slap back, slap back. I use slap back on the rhythm, kind of. Um, I feel like it's almost redundant on the on this preset just because I run it really hot. Um, I feel like using the slap back, it almost adds. A little bit of clarity in a weird way. I'm not really sure how to describe it. It just like kind of makes everything like a little more snappy. I mean, it's a slapback, so that makes sense. But so you just I don't like really I don't fast. It's it's pretty fast. I can uh, well I can't pull it up right now. I'll find like three the milliseconds. I can send you the the preset or the uh, yeah man the pedal, yeah you can go you know the pedal formula can, because we can do that log on to <laughs> exchange yeah 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 hell yeah meet you on the forums alright so so yeah meet you in the forums boy um and you do you have it like where you can toggle it real quick yep yeah, so on mine pro- I don't know if Prabhu has the foot switch I have like a the one that I'm using right now is like a it's like a combat comp compact like travely kind of version so it uh can i show you i can kind of show you there we go so it's got 
the foot switches and everything. So these, that was a really bad way to point at that, but those eight right there, you can just kind of slap or stomp and it'll <laughs> reflect the change it. right there. <laughs> you can slap it with your foot. Use your foot. You know what I'm saying. All right. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm, t- I'm really Every tired today. Just, just bear with me, okay? So I'm really... Sh- yeah. oh, I just... Yeah, when I change my tone, I just reach down and smack it. Um, so, but lately, lately, I've been using the matchless... Uh, crap. I always mix up which one it is. What are the two matchless ones? DC something? Probably DC-30 or something. I think I'm using the DC. And immediately the first thing I notice is just like, there's like a really, there's a crazy like clear quality to the amp. It's just very clear. Like you kind of, you, it's almost like a a, uh, transparent overdrive in itself. Like you just kind of add stuff to it, but it just still maintains this really nice clarity to it. Um, it's called Matchbox on the X effects. A Matchbox. I, I got you, bro. This one, I, I'll, I'll. I might. <laughs> this this might pierce your ears, so I apologize in advance. I don't know if these are lined up well, so brace yourself. Um, so this one, I like this amp a lot, especially because I I use the volume knob to really kind of get a few different tones out of it. It It's just like, like I can pull the gain back a little bit for more of the classic rock kind of stuff. And then if I need to just throw it on for a little extra face meltage, I can do that. So that's cool. So here. He did that once when we were recording. Are we supposed to record it? Oh, he didn't even need. Dang it! I did it again. I got everyone playing stupid leg. It's the podcast killer. That's what we should call it. We want to make it just make ruins it. whatever we're doing. We want to make it our theme, theme song because we spent. <laughs> what was what was that, Nick? Stop being so tasty with your playing. <laughs> well, he did that once, but we we're supposed to get through an episode about something, and then he did that, and then it was like an hour of us just going. Like literally, it's just, and we it's had just to record it a different day because we just couldn't get through it. I think All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it before before oh no. Oh God! Oh no. no! I know, I know, I know. I'm so bad. That was only. We need to explain it to Nick. Do you want to know our secret? Oh God! Okay, so the secret, Zach, you explain it. It's a D major chord, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. it's you want to know the secret, Zach? Explain it. So, if you were just playing a D major chord, 
Well, I was doing it in E. Right? But so you go to the sus note and then bend half up to it. And then just outline that uh that triad shape. Yeah. Yes. 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 There it is. This is you're, how we you're inducted, brother. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, we're totally okay. before, no, before we before we do this for 20 straight minutes again I'm just going to keep moving forward with my stuff <laughs> so this is it this is with that little extra gain to it kind of tune to drop D so why are you tuning country drop D. why are you tuning right now so I can play my Bud Light song Sham <laughs> <laughs> truck month I just want to fill my Ford F one fifty with a whole keg of Bud Light. Just, just oh no, my my phone died. <laughs> that's how that's how powerful. <laughs> Perfect way to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and with the bang, he's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's how do I thank you, Zach, <laughs> for thank your you contribution. Oh, there we go. Hang on. No, no, guys, I'm back. I'm back. I didn't like he's that. Back. It's just low quality. Play, play it's the low revival. Quality. Back uh, I'm back. So the last bit. Okay, I just I'm almost done. You got it, Nick. So we picked three topics just for you, Zach, just so we could talk in threes. So we're not even gonna get to this is, them. It's just three people. Too. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk by my wall. That's all I'll do. This is kind of a uh, more of a P90 thing, really. Sorry, Cam, to flex on you. <laughs> the disrespect. I, uh, I can't really hear what this sounds like right now, so it might sound like horrible, but um, and this is also an EQ thing and actually it kind of ties into a pedal so there's this uh, crap, what's it called? I'm blanking on the freaking pedal now. I have a c- actual one somewhere. It's like a tan colored EQ pedal. A it's just like EQ pedal? A boss yes. GE, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So um, there's a guy on YouTube named Tim Pierce and he kind of shows you Monster. I love that guy. He's so good. Yeah. He uh he has this video that kind of shows you how to use it to get different uh types like guitar tones, but like if you're playing a Les Paul, like how to use the EQ to kind of EQ in like a telecaster kind of sound. So um I have one of those on my presets so that I can kind of throw it down and get more of a single coily kind of sound. It's probably not quite there, but it's it's something. I don't know how loud this will be. What's that? It's probably pretty close and like super convenient if you're just like playing a song. You can just switch between you switch between guitars in a song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of the thought process behind that I had behind it at least. But so do you just use um, like a mid boost or like a scoop or? So I do use I do use one as a mid boost, not with this current preset, but with other ones for the lead. When I boost like my lead tone, if I especially if I don't have much of a mid range, I'll use that kind of to push that frequency a little bit more. Um, but so 
Uh, Les Pauls, I think, are more mid-rangey, like punchy kind of, probably a little bit, definitely more low-end than like a Strat or a Tele. So you kind of pull those frequencies out and boost the higher frequencies a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll send you the video. The video's super cool. But so here is the tone. I, I honestly don't know what this will sound like in the interface. super close like if you didn't tell me you were playing Les Paul it'd be like oh it's a single coil I mean like it's you know P90's single coil but like yeah that, that's so different like that's really awesome it's convincing okay cool I just wanted to be convincing Tatum's <laughs> like how do I am I gonna afford this Axe Effects and P90's like oh man see you can just I mean you can get that pedal too and that that it's oh, pretty amazing especially on the video they do a way better job of like like if you're if you're uh, bringing a Telecaster to a gig, it's a lot easier to turn something like that into a Les Paul because it's easier to add those frequencies than to take them away. But something I've been doing lately with like I had this uh, JHS color box, which I'm using actually for the interface for my mic right now because um, it does both. It has you know a parametric EQ, and you know you can cut and boost. So a lot of times I've been trying to get like a Queens of the Stone Age or like Metallica, they boost around 400K. Like with the way they mic it, like I was listening to a producer who was like, you know, it ends up being like a 400K boost. And also, you know, the guy from uh, Queens of Stone Age, that's what he ends up boosting. So you can like sweep or like with the graphic EQ, you can like boost those kind of frequencies and like just train your amp, you know, Something you wouldn't be able to do with like, like just a tube screamer or a boost pedal. Even like it's really cool to have some like graphic EQ or parametric EQ. So it's super useful. Yeah, I think it's an under underrated kind of thing. Like you don't really think about the EQ side necessarily as much like that drastically outside of just like your amp. Is this what you would do in an actual mix if you were to go into a studio? You do it's not just your guitar tone that goes into it. It's all the EQing, compression, and so I feel like that gets left out. I don't. I feel like I'm being lectured. Kana. <laughs> oh yeah, and my distortion pedal for that second preset was the Timmy. I should have said that with the matchless. It sounded it sounded crisp. It sounded it sounded great. I, I feel like what's funny is like everyone went around talking about like how like uh, uh, their attention to detail to like the EQ, and I'm the person that's just like, I got three wow. EQs over here. Why do I need EQ anywhere else? <laughs> I know like I, mean, I, I do like you know you know you know tone on like a distortion or uh, or on a boost or something, but. I, I'm just like I, I trust I trust my my amp and then the sound guy can do whatever he needs to do at the front. I guess I'm just mean to the sound guy. That's what we're finding out. I mean, you don't want to be mean to the sound guy and then trust him with everything. That's yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I always tip him. So I've never tipped the sound guy. Wait, do you guys all tip the sound guy? It's courtesy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I oh know my most god! People, I know most people don't. I, I Nick, him. did you tip the sound guy? 
I don't know if I explicitly have. <laughs> wow. So we're just we're just. I, if, if, we're I'm just the, bad if I'm the, people, if I'm the leader guess. of the band, which normally I am, I will tip the sound guy. But if if I'm just like part of the band, that's not my responsibility. If I'm just part, so depends how much that's, they're that's doing too. You know, like if it, there's some, yeah. if you're playing like a house show and it's like you're just playing, someone just has a vocal mic, then it's like okay. Yeah, but if you're playing somewhere where they're micing your amp and they've got to mix your backing tracks and all that kind of stuff, and like oh yeah, then that. <laughs> You you want you want that? Well, are, just, you, are you the I'm leader of the band? Are you the leader of the band? No, so, no, I'm I'm the hired I, gun. I think it's you're the hired gun. You are hired just much like the sound guy is hired. So it's not your responsibility. He's there I, for that. I just feel bad. He's just there for that. He's just good looks. That's and- yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, check out the sweet riff. Yo, <laughs> join us. <laughs> So, are those your three pedals or amps, or did you do two or three pre- presets? I think you just did two. This is interesting. It was like I mean, like I did a combo. I, I did. The they probably really did. Much. They probably did. I mean, <laughs> oh I no, do, you did three. Do, you did a deluxe reverb, a matchbox, matchless, and then a, a Timmy Telecaster. I was very close to doing my slash one, but you're right. Get out you're right. I Kano, did three. Your turn. I shouldn't. Kano. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna just do the wall, and uh, I, I feel like I could go. Like I'm not gonna go through my pedal board and everything. I'm, I just have a regular standard Crybaby wall going into uh, just. I mean, some people may not even consider this a real Marshall, Marshall because it's made in Vietnam. It's just a DSL 40. I really like the amp um, because I feel like it's really versatile. It has a good clean, has a good crunch, has a good distortion that that can get me most places I need to go. Um, the only thing I did with this amp that is different from the stock is I did replace the speaker with like a basically a veteran 30. So, um, well, vint- I think what Celestian has the vintage 30 guitar. Is it guitar warehouse speaker? I think they have the veteran 30. So it's basically just like a copy of that, but it's like a little bit cheaper. Um, and it, it, I just I just did it um, because I didn't really like the. I think it's like 70, 80 or something that's normally in, in these amps. I, it's not a bad speaker, but um, one thing when you're working with like, uh, I think guitar amps and speakers in the real world, Zach and Prabhu, <laughs> is that there's, <laughs> there's so much. live in the virtual you, you, space, man. You guys, you, but you guys know this because you guys change your cabs. Right? Change, what do you mean change cabs? Like, you guys like switch out which cabs you're using with which amp heads, right? You're just talking still in the Axfax, not like yeah, within yeah, the yeah, Axfax. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like I've never owned a cab. cab. I've never owned it. <laughs> what, what's up, Nick? Am I a little loud? With one finger. No. Oh. no you're okay. But um, yeah, they do it with one finger. <laughs> it's just like new cab. <laughs> cabs do affect the tone a lot, and I think that is something people don't. So like even before the Axfax, I always use cab. I just love impulse response. Uh, res- impulse response, impulse response—is that what they're called? IRs, the, yeah. Impulse responses. Yeah, in, into uh, IRs and how they that affects the tone so much more. Do you feel that on your? Um, how, I mean, do you get much flexibility with the combo amp in terms of like what you can? I mean, as long as I replace, like, the, I I knew a big difference when I replaced the speakers, like the veterans, like maybe. Actually, like the vintage thirty or veteran thirty, like if you go actually with Celestians, a vintage thirty, 
uh, Vintage 30 is what Slash uses, Zach. So maybe you should get a cab with some Slash speakers, basically. <laughs> I use Vintage 30s in my presets. So, <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, what's funny is like I, I also have like a, a, a Strymon Iridium and like that has the IRs. And what I've done, uh, uh, you know, recently a couple times is I'll use the amp. I will go out of the 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 send right, so I get the amp, the preamp of, of my amp. Um, what I'll actually do is I'll, I'll route it two ways. So like I'll use my chorus pedal, which has like a stereo out, to go two different different ways. I basically use a volume pedal on dead zero, put that back into the power amp. So basically, I'm not like fucking up my like actual amp by doing that by like letting it like actually just be its own thing, but being quiet completely. And then I take the other end and I go into my Iridium and I just use the IRs preloaded in, in the Iridium. It's basically a long way of just basically using Axe Effects, guys. I know. But I've like messed with some of the different speakers, like a Greenback and different Veterans and, and all these different like uh, Blue uh, Al, Alnico or whatever it's called speakers. And like the difference is just so like it's crazy the difference, like just a different speaker makes. So I already knew that like before I got this, when I change out the speaker in this, but um, this is just a long way to go to talk about a wop. But uh, I think like the one pedal I, I definitely want to talk about. I always, I always, I give, I give this guy accolades. The Will Smith that went to my middle school <laughs> gave me this wah pedal <laughs> for like my birthday or something. The, the Will Smith, the Will Smith that went to your middle school, that went to my middle school. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, I was like, dude, why haven't we had Will Smith? Yeah, number five Will Smith. That's not the famous Will Smith that everyone knows. He's famous to me. He got me this pedal. He's famous. He will. I will always remember him. Most important Will Smith. This Will Smith gave me more than the other Will Smith. Other Will Smith has just put doubt in people's minds about vaccines. (laughs) Would you say that you love Will Smith? I would say I, I, I care deeply, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I would say I care. Uh, care. Love is is a can be a very strong word. Um, so I don't want to just throw that out there. Oh, that was that was very well worded. That was that was a, that was good. He's oh, got this just, a lot. I'm just seeking your approval. But he got me this pedal, this wall, just standard crybaby wall, and um, it was it was just funny because like he was like one of the first people that was like he he's a, he plays saxophone, but he was like super into Jimi Hendrix. He was like the first person that like. Was trying to convert me from like a Slash fan to like a Jimi Hendrix fan, and um, so like how like, those can't be like those have to be exclusive of each other. They, they can't are. Be they like, are exclusive. Dude, no one you can be, can be a fanboy one one only. Yeah, you can. You can only. You can only do this. You know, uh, or uh, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I know he doesn't use a wand, so we try all mine at that point. But those are the only two options. Um, but he, he, he got me this, but funny enough is more for not necessarily for like hard rock and, and, and even like classic rock, like Hendrix and stuff is for like specifically, uh, a Herbie Hancock song called chameleon, um, which is just basically, um, I'll play it without the wall. But I'm sorry if I'm a little out of tune. But basically, he was like, "That's not good enough." And and this is like in middle school jazz band. And he was like, 
that's not good enough. You need like more flavor in there. More and metal just, zone, dude. More metal zone. <laughs> yeah, I need more metal zone and more and more flavor. <laughs> and he was just immediately like, here, here's this pedal for your birthday. Happy birthday. And I go to like the next jazz band practice, like you got to use it on this song. And I was just like, <laughs> and it just makes it like it goes from here to here. And like ever since then, it's like a pedal that if I go to a gig and I don't really want to carry anything, um, maybe I'm not playing too many songs. Maybe it's just uh, uh, I, I, I'm trying to kind of go with more of a like a stripped down, just amp and guitar sort of style. I will almost always have my wah pedal regardless. I'll just throw a battery in it. I can normally plug it into power, but I'll, I'll throw a battery in it. And, and that will be something I don't use on every song. It will be something that will come out if whether it's, you know, have happened to play Chameleon again. Or if I just need something. I mean, it's like, it's, it's one of those pedals that just, I don't know. I, I, as soon as I had it, I fell in love with it. Every time I, like, I, I, I meet someone that... Um, What's interesting is like when you meet someone that's like kind of maybe new at guitar and then you show them a wah pedal and they're just like, wow. I almost get that feeling like every time like I, I start playing with it again because I'm just like, wow, why don't I use this on everything? <laughs> Classic. I mean, it's, it's one of the earliest really famous effects besides Fuzz. True. I mean, I, it's one of my first effects I had. I think, is it Dunlop Crybaby? Yeah, Dunlop yeah. Crybaby. Yeah, I think I have that and it's just I think I got that for my eighth grade graduation. It was like my parents were like, "Yeah, like now here's an effect. Here's like a really cool effect or something." Like my dad, like I was like, "Oh, you know, it's it's a cool like." There's you know you can fake a lot, but like a good one is, you know, it it definitely lends itself to different styles. But it's it's been around forever. No one's really like made that huge of an improvement because they kind of got it right. And it's, yeah. and it's something that most guitar non-guitar players can identify like that because that was sure. I think my first my first two pedals I ever got was a Nano Muff Distortion by Electroharmonics and then a Wah pedal I got that Dunlop Crybaby from Elderly mm-hmm. Mus- Music in Lansing and I got the <clears throat> used Wah pedal and like that thing it's just like when people would like I'd have family or something that'd be like oh, oh my parents would like show them your guitar and playing I could be like everyone could recognize the like that kind of thing and you could just play that and they're like oh that's funny or I'd be like oh I'm gonna play sex music and all that that reverb is still going but <laughs> the uh, <laughs> sex music really you. long for a long just. <laughs> <laughs> ambient section. That was a really thought. I know. I know. <laughs> but cool. like the the Cryberry Wall and it's like I feel like a relatively affordable pedal for your first pedal and it's yeah. the, like even the bass entry there's not I can't think of many clones or anything like it's just like that was something that was cheap enough that like my parents were like okay we'll get it for you but it was like the thing that most people I watched played anyways so it was kind of cool I, I sold it off but i have an expression pedal but like i, I do want to get the crybaby wah it, it just it would and it's cool because you don't just have to use it as like on time you can like soloing like my jimmy page uh yeah i love that how he just keeps it somewhere i mean in his first album is just all the way down but like 
you know, when he just gets keeps in that nice middle and he's solo and you get that sweet spot where it's just a it's like you said, a EQ boost. It just yeah. feels it's so cool. The guy from the band Boston, I forget his name. Which one? But he the uh, the band Boston, Boston, you know, long time you know the song Long Time. Um Yeah. yeah. Crap, what was that guy's name? That song? Yeah. I can't remember his name. He, the secret to his sound, he keeps like a wah pedal like half halfway that really? solo in the beginning of that song. Yeah. So you get that really cool, like distorted sound. Isn't that like the same thing for like Money for Nothing? Like Mark Knopfler just like keeps the wah. I don't know how to play Money for Nothing, but like I think he like he just keeps the wah like, I don't know, like all the way <laughs> or like all the way back. He keeps it like very Probably. throaty, I think. I think that's that's what Jimmy Page did on a whole lot of love too at the solo. I think. Yeah, he kept probably you were saying he kept it all the way down, right? I think that I was talking about um I was talking about um what do you call it? Uh communication breakdown. But Oh yeah. I I mean I think I mean he does it in a lot of different things, but I debunked that today. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it was just a pedal that's like always stuck with me. And this is this is the pedal I've had the longest on my board. Like I like I said, middle school, so like ten plus years. Like not that this pedal has been with me since always since I've played guitar, but it it almost feels that way. Like I don't really feel like in some way I don't feel like I started playing guitar until I had a wah. And that that's what really like took it off. Um, but like what, what's funny is like finally. Um, because Zach and I, I keep going back on like Slash stuff that Slash has like, uh, I mean Slash Slash, I'm sorry for mixing you up with the real Slash Zach. Oh, but <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Zach has like the, the Slash Seymour Duncan pickups and um, I feel like it'd be really cool, like we're going to probably do a Slash episode eventually. I think it would be really cool to get like one of the Slash Waws that he has had made through Dunlop because there's just like so many extra features that he has on it um, that I think would be like interesting to try out because I've only really had a classic wall. I haven't gutted it to like change the potentiometer capacitors to get a specific frequency. I just keep it basic and then I just use my foot to like find like the sweet spot. Like I know if like I roll it back too much or too forward, I don't like that. So like I really actually like actively think while I'm playing with my wall to keep it in a sweet spot. Um, but like, it'd be cool to have one that's like just a little bit easier to fine tune and just kind of go crazy with. You can you can kind of do that with a regular wah. You can you basically open it up and you roll the thing back. I don't know if you've ever done that, but yeah, I haven't done that. So you just kind of like if it's too harsh, you can roll it back a little bit, and the furthest down it'll be won't be that. You just mm-hmm. change the down to toe, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just like it's not like a mod, but you're just physically changing the position of the knob, so it never gets that harsh. Well, well, don't some people like actually switch components when they're yeah. there too? Okay. Yeah, you can definitely do a lot of that kind of stuff, but that's one. If it ever gets too hard, you can kind of get like a more, you know, less trebly, less mid. I feel like we're just gonna always just reach out to you, Nick. Hey, Nick, uh, we're doing this thing. Uh, how do I make this better on my guitar and or pedal board? Uh, I learned. Yeah. <laughs> Explain coil splitting and coil tapping, please. <laughs> Talk for days about that. 
And um, what's your second one? Uh, I was just gonna keep it at wall because I know I know we're, we're we're probably reaching overtime here. We reached uh, overtime a long time. time. We told you it would be an hour, and we're at two hours I know. I but already I saw it. it. I we're just saying, what, what were they gonna be? Well, so it's just gonna be. I was probably gonna talk more about my amp. Go through like each channel. Um, I mean, it's nothing special. Just like clean crunch, uh, distortion, extra distortion, and then um, the other one was just gonna be. Um, uh, 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 I think bots. Boss CE5 chorus. Like, I know it's nothing fancy, but one of the things I really liked to do, I think this comes from actually using like some multi effects pedals, like the Digitech, I think RP360. And I used the older legacy version of that before. But that like, got me into like running stereo amps. And um, for, the, for a while, I would just run just like a single amp. Um, when I kind of went from went away from multi effects pedals to just using amps, um, but I, I I still really love using like stereo effects and like the stereo chorus is just one of those effects that I just love. I'll just keep that on. Like if I'm just like jamming out by myself, I'll just keep that on. It takes like something like um uh anything like like even Holy Wars. So I'll go back to Holy Wars. I guess this is in, in stereo, but it takes it like to. I don't know, like add that way really like to it. Um, so and and then it, it just when you have it in court in the stereo mode, it, there's like one one side that's like dry, and then there's one side that's wet that really creates the space. Um, so I, I'm sorry I don't have the stereo setup right now. I only have two inputs, one for my white mic and one for my amp. But most of the time, I'm just like kind of jamming out with like stereo stuff, especially with headphones into like the Iridium. It, it makes a big difference to me. So I don't know, that, those are the only other like things I was going to talk about. So uh, I think I think that this brings us to the end. It, it, it's been a really fun episode, Nick. Thank you, thank you so much for being on. And um, thanks, sir. Yeah, uh, I guess. Real quick, uh, again, follow Nick on YouTube, uh, Nick Fiorentino, uh, also at Nick Fiorentino on Instagram. Um, he, Mind Palace is the band, correct? Mind Palace. Okay. Yeah. And at Mind Palace Music? Mind, at Mind Palace Music, yep. And then Coltour was the other band, The Coltour? At The Coltour, C U L T O U R. All right. So, yeah, yeah, check him out. Uh, it's been really cool talking to you. Is there anything else you want to? Say before uh, Zach, you're playing us out today, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah, I said I would. Okay. <laughs> I guess, yeah. A- anything else you want to add before we we hop off here, Nick? Nothing. I mean, I think we covered a lot today. Um, thanks for having me on. It was a blast. I mean, yeah, I can't think of anything else. We, we, we hope hope to have you back on, and and you know, we'll go we'll go deeper into pedals or, or deeper into some of the, the recordings and releases you have coming up because I know you have a, a, some things coming out. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on and, and reaching out. Dude, to anytime. Definitely reach out again. I'd be happy to come back on, talk about some more stuff. It sounds good. This is just what it is. We just we end up rambling and then we like look up and we're like, wow, what? what? <laughs> it's basically like we want the vibe to be like you were in high school and you were like arguing if Led Zeppelin or Guns N' Roses was a better band. And two hours went by. 
Or in, in our <laughs> case, it's usually if Buckethead or Slash is a, arguably better. Guitar. There's no argument. Slash but I'm don't so, start this. I'm also, don't start I'm this. I'm just probably. so happy to have another Led Zeppelin, uh, like Jimmy Page, fanboy on here oh, to like balance out the you know the good and the evil kind of. I mean, Slash I like I like uh, I like Jimmy Slash Page too. Fine. I like Slash too, but I. <laughs> A- but I didn't want to buy a top hat when I was a kid. I wanted a dragon suit. <laughs> a dragon <laughs> costume. <laughs> I like those. those are the, That's all. It's all purely be- fashion. I want to have a top hat and glasses or a dragon suit. Who are you? Exactly. <laughs> all right. Play us out, Zach. Um, so since Prabhu um, didn't want to hear my slash tone, I'll just use my slash tone. <laughs> If I close my eyes just for a little bit, I can see. I can close it. Wow. Wow. (laughs) If I close my eyes and just pay attention to only audio for a very... It feels like Slash, right? For a glimpse, I just can see. (laughs) I just see buckets and I just... I can play Sweet Child of Mine, too. I can do it, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to Guitar Center. I know how to play that song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you have a... Who's got the pedal? Who's got the kill switch on there? Is that you, Nick? I'm just doing the two pickup things. Oh, the... uh, How much you think I could... Where you destroy your switch. Yeah, the nice. Amarillo Destroyer. Yeah. All right, all right. No, no, we can't do this. I gotta go. Wait, wait, wait. One second, one second, one second. I have one more thing. <laughs> oh, is he gonna do some slash stuff or some buckethead stuff? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. Slash is the answer. <laughs> now that is how you end the podcast. And then it's 10 p.m. <laughs> We say, we say two hours and it's like already nine nineteen. Oh yeah, there we go. There That's we go. Sustained. Listen to Nick. Sustain, mate. Sustain. To anyone, to anyone who's made it this far in the podcast, thank you for watching, and go follow Nick, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>